0: The South African Local Government Association, Salga, says that it's disappointed about uh, reports of some councillors who are acting in direct contravention of the regulations that were issued in terms of the Disaster Management Act. Now, Salga says it condemns uh, the unlawful and criminal behaviour and has called upon municipalities to urgently initiate proceedings against the said councillors who are found to be in breach of the Code of Conduct for councillors. So for more on this, we join on the line by Pulukwane Executive Mayor and the President of the South African Local Government Association Tembing Kadimeng. Thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon.
1: Good afternoon,
0: Sakina, and good afternoon to our listeners. Ms. Ngarimeng, and uh, on the back of what happened with uh, the Minister of uh, Communications, uh, this is, of course, a big story because you are now saying that uh, there are councillors as well who have been found to have contravened this uh, Disaster Management Act and the Code of Conduct for councillors as well. Well, yes, uh, Sakina,
1: currently we are sitting with three cases that we know of and we are encouraging members of the community in case they are asked anywhere any, and they witness violations to talk to us. We have a case of a councillor in Mataji and the municipality was offering or issuing permits for people to move from point A to point B in an illegal manner. We've got a councillor, sadly, from my municipality who was caught Uh, drinking and is appearing in court. He appeared yesterday and on the 6th. We also have a a councillor and executive mayor of Velkom who is uh, uh, alleged to have used uh, racial uh, and racist language against uh, a a community in Velkom. We are seeing such acts by councillors who are the direct leaders of society and communities must be
0: condemned at all times. And uh, some of these are quite serious in light of uh, the situation that we are faced with, Ms. Ngadi Um For example, the con- the councillor who was just distributing travel permits at will. Uh, you know that th- that's a very serious contravention. And um, looking at what is happening. As the municipalities, were they informed? Do they actually know what needs to be done? And are you satisfied that they understand what this Disaster Management Act requires of them?
1: The regulations as issued and circulars issued by the Minister of Cooperative Government, Atlee. and they guide municipalities on what they need to do. Broadly, from their budget, how are they supposed to replace ITP meetings how are they supposed also to even assist government in the fight towards a, a, a COVID-19? For example, the cleansing of taxi ranks, taking care of the homeless. So much as there may be confusion or misunderstanding, you just don't issue permits to people who you have not even thoroughly interviewed. And police, when they come at the a raid center, they realize it's only one country who's issuing permits over 50 people, and all of them have got reasons which are not covered by the uh, legislation. You will rather say, I have not received the mandate, I can't issue that, can I please verify with the speaker, rather than issuing out a notice. The other councillor is found drinking at 3 in the morning. Which community member where's a councillor who does not know that by 3, I should all be, we are all sleeping, we are on a lockdown, We should not be out of our houses. And the painful part is that it's community members who are reporting. So we have made all the efforts as councils, including speakers, issuing notices to councillors to make sure they know what they're supposed to do
0: and uh, you also say Salga that uh, the uh, code of conduct for councillors also needs to be thrown at uh, these councillors who are contravening the act. Uh, just explain to us uh, exactly what sort of sanction that could come with.
1: Well it, uh, it, it, the speaker needs to begin with the process uh, of notifying a councillor who is found to be in contravention and this ran parallel to the process of uh, the criminal justice system. So You still need, as a councillor, to go through the process of the police station as they've been arrested and go through the the legal system. But every councillor, our code of conduct, as enshrined in our Municipal Structures Act, says a councillor at all times must not be in disrepute and must not act against the interest of its community. So what does the Disaster Management Act say? It says, as a councillor, a responsibility to protect these people to live longer and not to be infected and you act in violation so a code of conduct must immediately be uh, uh, put into form you could lose your salary you could ultimately lose your job if the reasoning of what you did not you you put forward as why you violated the code of conduct of counselors the mc found that your justification is not up to scratch the uh, 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 speaker and council can then be able to put a sanction that they think is appropriate for the conduct that you have uh, 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 been charged of.
0: And then, Ms. Nkadi um, uh, the municipalities overall, I mean, uh, did you get a sense of uh, some of the most uh, pressing challenges that they are faced with in dealing with COVID-19?
1: Well, Sakina, we always have challenges with regard to allocations of funds that we use versus the the duties that we should Remember, in rural areas, if you take an example of water now, excuse me, and all the water tanks that the Department of Water and Sanitation has been assisting municipalities, particularly in informal settlements, rural municipalities and small uh, uh, municipalities, that they are unable on a day-to-day to to canker daily to communities. And remember, cankering is not that it's a good system. Nobody wants to push a wheelbarrow in 2020 to go and collect water at a particular cost. So which means there's still quite a lot of people in our municipalities who live beyond what we call the RTP levels, who are not having pipes of water coming into their houses, electricity uh, connection into the grid, which is supposed to be done by municipalities in mostly informal settlement and rural areas. You still find that we have a backlog in doing that. But for every... Dark cloud, there's a silver lining. What have I learned as a councillor in this? That as government, if we work together, there's nothing that is insurmountable. We've been able to demonstrate government capability in a short space of time. Provision of water, provision of sanitation, removal of waste. In most areas where we've not been able to remove waste, but we've dedicated data. When last did you see a detention of a taxi ring? Possibly not in your lifetime. But we are doing that now. And I think it's a pleasure that COVID-19 has put, and we need to be able to make sure that we don't drop the ball at the end of COVID-19. You
0: know, um, uh, Ms. Nkadi Meng, I was reading an opinion piece by the chairperson of SCOPA, Mkulego Lengwa, the other day. And he was essentially saying that we should not praise the government fish for swimming. So the things that you've just mentioned, as as you say, the deep cleansing of uh, taxi rank and all of those things, services that government ordinarily is actually compelled to provide to citizens. Why has it taken COVID-19 for some of these municipalities, for most, in fact, to actually do what they are supposed to do?
1: Well, Sakina, I must admit to you, I'm, I've not seen that article, but I agree with the sentiment, as you have said. Exactly the same example that I'm saying, when last did you see a uh, tax and being uh, sanitized? There is quite a number of challenges that we face at municipal level. Uh, some of them are issues which we could be able to respond to on a day-to-day. Some are issues which need government coordinated as a unit to respond to them. One is the allocation of funds. Two is how the laws and the interpretation goes to interchange one another. For example, the Minister of Water, if he or she needs to intervene at the local municipality, need a Minister of Cooperative Governance to cooperate for that intervention to happen on time. Sometimes the exchange of end from one area to the other doesn't happen as fast as you would want it to be for that intervention. The Constitution calls for provincial and national government at Section 154 to intervene and assist municipalities in areas where they are unable to. For a regulation of a spaza shop, you need local economic development to be assisting a municipality to make sure that everything that happens in that spaza shop is right. You need health to assist with health inspectors to inspect the food that comes out there. So you find that one leg is trying and the other leg is facing on the other side, trying to take all the challenges that are happening. I think our biggest shortcoming is operating in silos. But we are being forced today to sit in one room at the provincial command center. When there is this problem, I stand up to you at the Department of Health and I say, there is this problem and we solve it together now. And it doesn't happen most of the time and in the day-to-day. And most of the things fell through the crack as we try to provide services.
0: Well, we have to leave it there, unfortunately. But thank you so much for your time. Uh, That was the president of the South African Local Government Association, Tembing Kadimeng.